Vol fans, what's happening? Welcome to the One More Day Austin P Week. We've waited, we've come, we've conquered, and now it's time for game day. Not just any game day, but the first game day on Rocky Top. Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee, man. The boys are here, man. It's going to be a great show today. Y'all know how the one more day works. We're diving into the rest of the press conferences this week. The biggest news of the week by far, Tennessee's starting newcomer, Keenan Peely, out for multiple weeks. We'll talk about the impact of that. We'll talk about uh, who are the playmakers of the game this week. Who do we want to see be the playmaker on offense and defense And then obviously, y'all, it's the one more day. Final score predictions heading into tomorrow. Y'all already know what it is. It's your boy Ruck in the building. The boy Turn is with me. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. One more day. Let's go. everybody it's that day it's that time welcome to the one more day episode on this beautiful friday morning man it's that it's in the 80s today this morning it's a crispy i love it it's just a good day to have a good day turn what's good my boy boy we have been busy 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 your boy is in the process of moving yep so that's why I have not been here much, but yeah. we back. We should be trying to get back in the swing of things. Hey, we're here, man. One more day, y'all. Y'all already know it's the top of the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now, man, so you never miss a video. We are, we're literally hitting 800 this week. Florida week, we're hitting 800. I promise. I really know it. Video on Wednesday went bananas. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for liking, comment, and subscribe. Do the same on this one, man. Um, continue to push this thing. Raise us five stars if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. Thank you so much. We appreciate the love and the support. Matt Turn, there there has been a lot going on this week, but um, right here at the top of the show, I, I think we would be doing the wrong thing if we didn't talk about what is probably the most important um, thing that happened this week. Obviously, Kenny Peely played 29 snaps, and everybody was kind of questioning, like, why did he only play? 29 snaps mm-hmm. well it comes out middle of the week on wednesday that keenan peely is going to be out for multiple weeks is what josh hypo said he didn't say a couple of games he said multiple weeks and when he says that from the top that almost makes me think he might be done for the year it makes me think he it, it literally like when he says in multiple weeks i literally He'll either be back. I think he'll either be back for Bama or Georgia. One of those two games. You got to think about it this way. We play Bama in five weeks. 
Yeah, I know. And think about it that way. And then really multiple weeks. I, I, we'd be lucky to see him back. Georgia, man. Georgia. God, see, man, that, I, I would hate. Who we put right before Georgia? Oh, man, that, that November schedule looks like UConn for homecoming. Then you mm-hmm. head over to Missouri. You go to Como, and then you get Georgia at home and Vanderbilt after Georgia. Man, I wish he I wish he I wish he could come back like a little bit. Like start working him back in the things during that UConn game. You know, just so you can get that he can get that game like presence back. Like I you know, I mean it, I'm sure he'll do fine. Like if he starts against Georgia and like don't play any, he'll be fine. But yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think one thing that I learned a lot, um, just over the course of the week, because he got injured so early in the season. I said, let me go back and list, like, let me go learn more about Keenan Peely for a second. His freshman year was 2016 at BYU. He took a red shirt. He's 24, right? He's 25. 25. He took a red shirt year after 2016 for two years to go on a mission trip, actually. Yes. Yep. And he came back in 2018, red shirted. 2019, played great. 2020 towards ACL 2022 towards ACL mm. and now he is a red shirt senior on his COVID year at Tennessee so he just got back fully healthy and it it I hate to say this but it looks as if injuries have plagued his entire collegiate football career. And so now I'm not so much in this place of, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Now I'm like, dang, it happened again. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Jabari situation. Yeah. With his shoulders. Just great athletes, great players at their position. And they just can't stay healthy for 12 games. I mean, you get through camp, bro. You're healthy. You're hitting at camp a little bit. And then the season starts and it just it just doesn't it doesn't sustain, man. That's tough, man, too. It is tough. But I mean, <clears throat> that sucks, don't get me wrong, because one of the first things I asked you on the on the next day episode was like, man, what can police look like in person? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you but, don't I mean, you'll never know. Yeah, and like like I said it in the I said it in the Discord earlier, but like it's not. I mean, does it suck that Keenan Police out? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'd rather have Keenan Police out there. But you know, when's the last time we could be like, okay, like our backup is we're going to be fine. Exactly, exactly. And I, you know, the the biggest talk of the town now is we've talked about having depth now, right? We've talked about it for weeks upon months since. Keenan got here and Beasley and Carter, T. Lander, Caleb Herring, like Elijah Herring. Like we've talked about it, but now we have to put our money where our mouth is a little bit. And we're going to get an opportunity to see how good is this depth. And they're going to have to grow up quickly, man. Like when I say grow up quickly, like they got a week to grow up. Well, you know, and I I almost, um, I don't want to say try out, but I almost, I, if, I don't know, maybe if, if I was a coach, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, you know, Elijah Herring, 
And I think it's going to be Elijah Herring and Arion Carter, in my opinion, between those two, who get the most reps. And I think, you know, this uh, Austin P game, it's like, hey, which one of y'all want it more? Y'all got to prove yourself. You know what I mean? Because you, you can come in during mop-up duty, and, you know, you can do your thing. But, like, I mean, I know it's Austin P, but, like, you you getting the start, like, in Neyland Stadium. Like, your adrenaline's going to be – it's going to be there. And you you know looking at looking at the depth chart and understanding what positions these young guys play, Arian Carter actually is behind Beasley. So mm-hmm. unless unless he has been working in at that other linebacker spot, you know you you may not see Beasley and Carter on the field at the same time. Um, the starter is going to be Herring. Hundred percent. Let's just let's put it out there. Herring's going to be the starter. From now until until we get there, and um, behind him is going to be a guy that we can't forget, Caleb Perry. He's been there. He played special teams a lot last year. He's playing special teams this year. He's going to get an opportunity to play. And then right behind him is the the young boy from Georgia, Jeremiah Tlander, who everyone is very excited about. And so I think having the depth is amazing. And then obviously you can't forget about Jalen Smith as well, another guy from Georgia. Um, having depth and now having to use it is it, it felt a lot better when you said Keenan Peely and Aaron Beasley were your starters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, one hundred percent it does because you like you know you got two you got two guys that that you know they've played the game for a long time and they know exactly. the game. You know, I was listening to Volquest over and they 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 made a good comment. They were talking about like you know next year like and they were not kind of getting off topic, they were they were talking about, like, offensive line. And they were like, you know, we've recruited some great offensive line coming in next year, but they were like, Tennessee's going to have to hit the portal this ne- next year for offensive line because you don't want just freshmen coming in there. I mean, I know we got young guys, but they were like, everybody talks about depth right now in the offensive line. Like, you got seven, eight starters, really. But you got to think, your starter is a senior. Your backup – is a senior. Like, you know what I mean? So you got depth, but it, it's senior, senior, junior. Like, I don't know. And I, I, I kind of feel like it's that same situation. If, if if I'm Coach BJ and if I'm Coach Banks, and Beasley might play two series on Saturday. So I, I I think if 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 we do what we need to do and what we should do against Austin P, I would be I I would be completely fine if the starting if the starters came out in normal clothes after halftime. I'm because talking about. Yeah, because I mean I was thinking about that earlier today, and I was like, man, like how much is like Joe Milton going to play? Like how much is Jalen Wright going to play? How much are these stars going to play? And in my head, I'm like. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but like, you know, even Josh Hoppel said it. Like, there, he has no plan to redshirt Nico this year. He's not redshirt. Why? Like, like what? On this note, let me just say, why? You talking about a consensus five-star quarterback who came to Tennessee knowing that he will be the guy after Joe Milton leaves? Heck, if Joe messes around here in the next few games, let's let's just hypothetically. This ain't happening. Hypothetically, Joe Milton goes to Florida and just lays an egg. That's not going to happen. 
because he's a gamer. Like we've seen what like when competition comes, Joe is uh, it's go time. But let's yeah. just say something crazy happens. Let's say Nico has to take over. Like Nico Iamaliava is not, I would be shocked, Turner, if Nico stays after his junior year. If he yeah. is still a ball after his junior year, either one, he got hurt, or mm-hmm. two, something has went terribly wrong with him yeah, no. playing at Tennessee. Yeah, I agree, and that that that's what I, that's what I mean by the Austin P game. If we do what we should and take care of business, I think you I think you play Nico the whole second half, and you might you might let Gaston Moore come in that last series, but for With the like most five part, minutes left in the fourth. Yes, but for the most part, I think Nico needs to get that game like experience, and you need to you need to call the game like you would if it was a real like if it if we, if the game had just started. Like, don't let just hand it. Hand off, like get him in the flow because realistically, we seen this last year. Let's say Joe goes to scramble, he takes a hard cut, ACL oh. gone. Yeah, I mean, it can happen like that with anybody. Yeah. I mean, look at Lee. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know this Austin P game. I I get Nico. I get all those young guys as much game like experience as possible. A hundred percent agree. I, I I'm I'm telling you. Two series. I see. Two. I seen I, the Volquist. I think it was Brent Hubbs. He said, uh, "JJ Crawford. He 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 needs to play one series and then he's gone. Sit him on the That's bench." <laughs> we don't have time to play games going into Florida, bro. Like this is. It, it, we're we're here. It's 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 time to play big boy football in a week and. um I can't wait for coverage next week, bro. Tennessee right now, as I think, is a, a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Florida. And uh, I just can't wait to start talking that game fully, y'all. Like, I got some spicy, spicy takes, and I got a whole lot of stuff that people are going to be like, boy, you crazy. But I'm serious. I, I can't wait to start talking Florida. But we do have a scrimmage on Saturday. And – uh we gotta, we gotta, we gotta look at this. So, um, turn it as we kind of get into the second segment of the show. I, I, before we get there, man, I want to talk about a company called the True Tennessean. Man, if y'all do not know, we have partnered with a great brand called the True Tennessean. Just head over to www.truetennessean.com. Use the code Straight Up Ten to get ten percent off of anything in their store. They've got great hats, t-shirts. I mean. They got Vols shirts. They got State of Tennessee branded shirts. Um, They've got outdoors, adventure, nature stuff, man. If y'all are into those type of dope shirts, I'm telling you, the designs designs are dope. And uh, fantastic team. Love the team over there at the True Tennessean. Head over there, man, at truetennessean.com. Use the code STRAIGHTUP10 uh, for a little surprise at checkout. Man, head into second part of today's show the playmakers of the game turn let's start on the defensive side two things what are you looking for defensively and who do you want to shine as the defensive playmaker of the game this saturday against austin p i think i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna take you by surprise here what i'm looking for defensively I know this is a long shot, but I'm looking for two, three turnovers. 
against Austin P. Saying that, I'm, I'm saying that because Austin P's going to try to come out and throw it everywhere. And their quarterback, I don't know if you've seen this, he had he was 21, 20 for 34, 214 yards, two, two touchdowns and two interceptions in this first game. So I really want our secondary to step up. And my playmaker of the game on defense, Jalen McCullough. Tank. Come on, Tank. Yeah. Come on, Tank. I, I, mean, I like that, man. I like that a I, lot. I mean, we, we, I could sit here and talk, you know, about, like, you know, the front the front for, like, getting pressure and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm sure I could pick somebody like that. But, I don't know. I, th- I think this is a game where the secondary steps up. I mean, do I think we're going to get pressure and do I think we're going to get home? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to be able to get home all night four. But yeah. I, I want to I, I see some, like, turnovers, like interceptions. Right. Yeah. You know, defensively for me, I'm looking to see how explosive can we be early with our starters. And I'm really just looking for the young guys to shine. I want to see a whole lot of Arian Carter. I want to see a whole lot uh, of the Herring brothers. I want to see a whole lot of Christian Harrison and Jordan Thomas and 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 Andre Turntine, like I want to see our guys play. On top of that, I think I want to see as the playmaker of the game is Elijah Herring. I, I want to see what he brings in that position. He's going to play a lot of snaps on Saturday. I'm looking for 40, 50 plus snaps from Herring. What does he do? With those snaps, I think defensively he has to become this dog that we just aren't 100 percent sure he is yet. Um, And so mine is Elijah Herring, defensive playmaker of the game. Well, I think that's all up to him, man. I mean, there's kind of I don't want to say there's unknowns with Elijah Herring because we know what his capability is. But, you know, at the same time, like we ain't seen we never seen him start a game. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. We have no idea what he's going to bring. We know that in cleanup time, he's, we know in cleanup time, he's played great. He's brought some intensity. That's all we know, though. That's all we know. Mm -hmm. Offensively, bro, where do you want to see who is the offensive playmaker of the game? I kind of talked about it before, like offensively. I want to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the approach you did on defense. I want to see the young guys. Like I want to see Caleb Webb. I want to see Nico. I want to see Cam Seldon. Uh, you know, I want to see these young receivers. I want to see the young quarterback, the young running backs. Like I want to, I want to see them put the work in. Like you know what I mean. But yes. Playmaker offensively, man. I, I'm gonna say, and you might you might totally disagree with me on this. I think you might disagree with me. Offensively, playmaker of the game, I, I think needs to be Dante Thornton. And I th- I think Dante Thornton's gonna play a lot more. I, I think Dante Thornton, even if we do take care of business, I think he plays three quarters. Just to get I can him. See that. Just to get him, because you could kind of tell, I don't, I mean, I wasn't there, so you might have seen more than I did, but like just seeing what they showed on TV, like after some of the drives, he was coming to the sideline. The coaches were like coaching him up, like, hey, 
it looked like, like, hey, you did this, but this is how you need to do it. I think he's just still getting in the root, getting in the, he needs to get in like the comfortable. He needs to get more comfortable. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And I think for me, offensive side of the football on Saturday, there's a lot I could say, but I think it's getting these young guys in. And um, I think offensively, the guy I want to see shine um, in all honesty, man, is is Nico. Uh, I want to see what he does with a lot of time, right? He's going to get a lot of time to really run the offense on Saturday. What does he look like? If he is indeed QB2, we need to know and be sure that he can do this. You know, we felt yeah. like last year we knew that Joe could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Hendon went down, I don't think anybody was like, oh, my God. I, I Right now, I do feel like, oh, my gosh, like, Joe can't get hurt right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of how young, how green Nico is to the collegiate game. I understand five-star. Man, there's just some raw things that I've seen from him, even last week, just knowing the scramble on that run, knowing where to put the football in different places, just even if he missed a little high, like – you don't teach that. You know what I'm saying? That's instinct, and that's called being a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know if I'm ready to say, yeah, Nico's ready to go. I, I, and that's why I want to see him show out on Saturday when he gets that opportunity. Yeah, I 100% I, I agree with that. I think Nico needs to play. I think, I think Nico plays, needs to play the whole second half. I do too. He need he needs he needs a lot of clock. And again, it's running the offense. It's not coming in and handoff, handoff. Ah, got a third, got a throw because it's third and seven. You know, one guy I'm really excited to see too is I want Cam Selden to get some clock. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, man. I I, I agree with that. And uh, man, you know who could kind of. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll kick it to him. But bro, you know who? I heard the Valquist guys talking about this. Like, if it comes second half, like D Williams could get us in trouble. I mean, not, I mean, not in a bad way, but like, if they're kicking to him, D Williams gonna score. <laughs> I said this on the midweek chat, bro. Like, the three pump the gas or hit the brakes questions were one: Joe Milton throws three or more touchdowns. I said I'm I'm pumping the gas on that. Mm -hmm. The second one was D Williams returns a touchdown for a, a punt for a touchdown. Pump the gas. I think he's going to score. If they kick and to him, he 100% will. I think he will. And then the last one was that the defense forces a turnover and I I had to hit the brakes because we just haven't proven that we're good at that. And I know you just said two or three turnovers and I'm like I want to see that, but we just haven't done that well. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna ask you a question. This is kind of off topic. This is about D. Williams. Who is the? I'm trying to think of a way to word this. Okay, you got D. Williams. In your opinion, who in the past has been the best return specialist? Close to closest to D Williams. How, okay, like I have two because I already talked about this on the midweek chat. The first one, <laughs> is Evan, the first one is Evan Berry. Yeah, 
Evan Berry, yeah. And the yeah. second one is Cordero Patterson. CP, dude, yeah. Nope. There's there's You're not, not been any better returners. What are we talking mm-hmm. about here? Uh, man, D. Williams kind of reminds me of like a, and what, this is what one of the ball quest guys. I, I can't. I think it was Grant. I think it's what he's. I think that's who. I think that's who said this. But I was like, man, that that is that is very accurate. D. Williams kind of reminds him of uh, Devin Hester. Yeah, he was never he was positionless because he was just that good of a returner. Yeah, and he he wants to make that one hard cut and then hit the middle of hit the seam. And it's game over. Yes, bro. And he 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 hits that seam. God. Yep. When he hits it, you're already like, where are we going? Can <laughs> you get past the kicker, D? Can yeah. you get past the kicker? Yeah, and I mean it might not, it might not seem like it might not seem like much right now, but like D. Williams is that guy, and I kind of, and I might have, I might have already talked about this, but like, you know, I asked you a question like, or I think it was like right before the first game, I was like, who, who, who do you think can be that playmaker, the the game changer on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, and you were like, I don't know, it's kind of hard, but you know, you know who the game changer for Tennessee could be? D. Williams. We could yeah. be down, and if if we get a if we get a third down stop and they punt it to him, bro. The way our offense works, he returns it for 40-50. We go out there and we score in two plays, bro. I'm going to say this. If D, if D. Williams returns a punt for a kick – or returns a punt for a touchdown at Florida, we ain't losing that game. <laughs> but we're going to no. get there next week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just too excited for this game. Way too excited. Thanks. I but, um, that. I was looking at the the FPI on this uh, Austin P uh, Tennessee game. We are ninety nine percent. I know. I saw that. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all ending up this one more day, man. Final score predictions. Turn. Are you sticking with what you said Monday, or where you at today, man? On this Friday. What did I say? 50, what did I say? 52-13? No. 52 to 3. That's what you said. I did, I did. I said 52-3. I'm going to say. 52 to 3. <laughs> 52-52. I'm going to say 59-6. Okay, okay, okay. My score is 59-10. So Ooh. I'm gonna say 59-6. I'm I'm saying 59-10. I stuck with it. I, I these first two weeks I have been sticking with the same score on from Monday. And I'm sticking with it again. 59-10. I think late in the game they get a, a little score or something. And you know, everybody's just so happy that they scored on Tennessee. But uh that's where I'm yeah. at. I think we might. I think I think we got a good possibility. I know everybody's saying they want us to hit sixty, like in the chats and stuff. I think we got a good possibility to hit sixty, just because. I mean, if 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 when Nico does come in, if we call the game, if Heifel and Halsley call the game like like normal, yeah. Because I think I think Nico needs at least twelve to fifteen throws, at least. He's got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that would be a disappointment if he doesn't throw the ball at least 12 to 15 times to me. 
y'all we are we're here we've made it again we've made it to another friday which means tomorrow when you wake up the air smells different mm. tomorrow when you wake up there's just a little bit of difference in the in the air and that's because the tennessee vols play on rocky top in the brand new artful dodger uniform the new smoky gray for 2023 cannot wait to see that in person God, what going, a game it'll be i'm going to alumni halls early saturday morning and getting me a t-shirt Ooh, i want one man them joints cling cling i might, might not i don't know we'll see what happens but um man I, I can't wait to be on rocky top tomorrow I, I can't wait to wake up drive over to this game tailgate with the fam with the boys hey if anybody's watching and want to tap into the tailgate hit us on instagram we'll give you all the details man come come hang out with us uh before the austin p game it's gonna be a great great saturday turn you got anything man before we wrap up the one more day brody i'm ready come hang with us y'all we will be back on uh probably sunday for our next day show um more than likely man we might do this thing live again um if we can we'll do it live if if not man we'll hit a quick video and post it but uh we'll have our next day show on sunday talking all about austin p but let's be honest we're really only going to be talking about florida because after the game saturday that's all we care about is the florida gators at 7 p.m next saturday in the swamp y'all thank you for tapping in today man the boys from straight up tennessee we love y'all man go vols it's gonna be a great great saturday enjoy your weekend man we'll see y'all back on sunday for the next day episode it's your boy ruck in the building the guy turner we out go vols go big one